Hey guys, you're listening to Leaving a Legacy. You don't have to scoop to anyone. Right. Even your mom, you know, and she's <laughs> gonna pop eight and you're gonna pop her out, man. So we're going, we moved into the balls deep portion of the There's some things you just can't find, but like, like Mex- Mexican food, you can't buy Mexican food. <laughs> Welcome to Leaving a Legacy. Uh, yeah, fuck it, right into it, man. Skype finally works, so screw all that shit. <laughs> How you doing, Jerry? <laughs> Just blowing straight into the PG-13 rating right out of the gates. <laughs> oh, you kidding I label it like that. Oh, man, but somebody did say that they listen with their kids and they keep muting it every time. But, man, I don't know how we could do that, like, because you don't know when it's coming, you know? It's, it's true. It's Massachusetts up in this piece. <laughs> yeah, oh I like to try laugh at the end. <laughs> How, how's, how's this? For, how's this for funny? Oh my god, I don't even know. All right, yeah, PG thirteen right out the window. Okay, so I'm trying to explain to Lita some stuff the other night, right? And I'm like, I'm trying to get all my stuff in order. It's the end of the year. I want to get all my receipts and everything that's tax deductible. And I'm like scanning receipts and and Excel document, hyperlinking to images, all sorts of stuff. And I start explaining to her, I'm like, okay, so anything that's a fixture depreciates. Anything that's consumable is deductible. So, like, there's a lot of work I've been doing around the house, and some of it was, like, bathroom fixtures. So I put up a medicine cabinet. I noticed the tub that was put in. Um, it must have been, like, a seamless installation, so they never put any cock in it. So and I'm, and I'm looking around. Oh, really? Yeah. I hate it when they don't put cock in it. Well, so I'm, I'm explaining, like, the consumable stuff is deductible. So, like, remember when I put the cock in, and she just looked at me. She's like, how can you even say that with a straight face? And she just started rolling. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, come on, I'm trying to be serious here. So, yeah, uh, humor anyway. Not quite a dad joke, but. It's, it's when the kids get a little older. Uh, oh man, there is nothing like playing cards against humanity with your kids. Oh yeah, I bet. Oh yeah. I don't think I could play that game with my parents, so I, I would be shocked to play with my kids. It, it's, it gets pretty awkward. Like there was, uh, <laughs> one of the, one of the replies, um, you know, one of the kids had, and Lita didn't know what it was, and she's like, maybe I should Google it. And my stepson's going, no, no. <laughs> no, never Google anything you don't know what it is in Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. That can only end in disaster. Yeah, so it was, uh, yep. So that's uh, part of 2015. Oh, nice. Well, as long as we're going with the, the funny anecdotes, I had actually something happen to me uh, last week that was pretty humorous. What's that? Uh, so I went to Gaming Etc.'s uh, Friday Night Legacy Tournament. Yep. And so that, that tournament starts at 7, and they'll do four to five rounds. Mm-hmm. So I got out of there at, you know, like Friday night uh, at, like, 11 p.m. Okay. So I'm pulling out of the parking lot, and there's a car a uh, little ways down the road heading my direction. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to scoot out before he gets here, and I'll be on my way. So I kind of, you know, gun the gas a little bit to get out of the driveway and get in lane. It's it's a backcountry road. Like, there's not another car for miles. Right. Like, no, not even streetlights, just backcountry road. So I just, like, scoot out onto the highway uh, and immediately get pulled over. 
Was it a cop? It was a cop that I <laughs> screwed out in front of. So he yeah, pulled me over. you don't have anything to worry about. Right, I don't have anything to worry about. Like, I, your I, biggest thing is, is your seatbelt on. <laughs> exactly, which I didn't have a seatbelt on, because I had literally just left the parking lot. And I know it's bad, I know it's bad, but I forgot. But. No, but this, like, I mean, I've had, I've been pulled over in the past and just had my vehicle searched, confiscations, <laughs> escorted out of town. Like, <laughs> like now it's just, is my seatbelt on? Like, <laughs> that's my big exactly. concern. <laughs> but anyway, so cop comes up, and he, uh, he starts questioning me. He's like, so uh, what are you doing? And I realize at this point how it looks. It's a deserted, like, country road. And for those who don't know gaming, etc., it's, like, tucked in the hole in a hole in a wall. Like, it's a huge, huge store, yeah. but it's, like, tucked behind a dentist's office and, like, a realtor's office. Yeah, it's, like, in an office plaza. It, yeah, it's in, it's in an office plaza. So it's, it's 11 o'clock on a Friday night, and there's this car going quickly out of an office plaza's uh, parking lot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, this looks really sketchy. <laughs> Just flipping birds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, cop goes, so, uh, so what's going on? I'm like, oh, I was, I was at gaming, et cetera. Uh, and he goes, oh yeah, what do they do there? And I'm like, and without even thinking, I just say, it's like, oh, they play cards there. And he's like, what? And he's like, yeah, there's like tournaments for cards. And he's like, really now? And immediately I'm like, oh my god, he thinks I, he just busted someone leaving an illegal gambling den. Right, right. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 not like that, not like that. It's, it's, it's like, do you know magic? It's like, like, like tricks? <laughs> like magic <laughs> tricks? My, my, my 12-year-old plays that. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even. He had no idea what it is. He thought I was talking about, like, a magic show. Yeah. So now he thinks I'm leaving a illegal gambling den slash magic show on a Friday <laughs> night. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, no, like, like playing cards. Like, and I'm just finding, like, it's like, like Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> oh, jeez. And he goes, oh, oh, that. He just looks at me and goes, all right, you can go. No tickets, no nothing? <laughs> no, no nothing. I think he was just like, oh, man, this, like, 25-year-old white male on a Friday night at 11 is leaving a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. <laughs> I see he's single. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Yeah, I had I had more of a disappointing Friday night. Like, I was tempted to go up there. I'm like, eh, maybe I should borrow some wastelands. And I ended up going down to... um. Me and Kyle went to go do a draft, and it's kind of the draft is being run by somebody else, and, and it, it's almost like under new management or whatever. And, and I'm like, yeah, this was very lackluster. So I'm, I'm not like the um, the. It, it used to be that if you were registered for the draft, you get 20% off singles. Mm-hmm. And I went down there; they didn't have anything I was looking for. But then I just asked them anyway because I could pick up some tin fins pieces or something. And uh, the people who were working there now was like different staff that had no idea about it. I'm like. Oh, so I actually really did just pay $15 for three packs. Yeah, I'm all set with drafting here, I think, in the future. And then, uh, and then me and my son went down to do a sealed down at Ice Imports with Celso. Cause yeah. I, I forgot that that's actually $15 sealed. Oh, that's a great deal. Yeah, I, you know, I'm thinking, I'm like, I should have been down here this whole set. Like, I should have been cracking expeditions or whatever, you know? <laughs> like, shit. And, and so, and at first I'm thinking, that's right, they do $15 sealed. It's no prize support, but there's no cheating. Like, not, there's not gonna be fucking pack rat every week, you know? Like, yeah, whatever, whatever nice. crazy shit. So, and then I realized that they actually do do prize support. It's $15 sealed with prize support. Yeah, yeah, not bad at all. Yeah, even if you, even if you scrub out, you get six packs for 15 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, well, that's the thing. Is like, it's like a no pressure tournament. You don't have to perform well. You just kind of show up and you just get to play for the joy of playing. You don't have yeah. to worry about placing and getting prize. Yeah, it's really cool. You get to. I mean, it's a lot more. 
It's a lot more laid back, and it's funny because apparently the last two weeks they haven't had eight people to fire it off. Really? That's amazing, isn't it? I know, right? <laughs> like, man, like, shit. I, I just, I was looking at a store earlier. I'm like, wow, packs of four bucks. So if you did sealed, that's twenty four dollars. I could go do sealed at Ice Imports for fifteen. They can't fire it off. I don't know, man. It was just, it was just odd. I'm like, shit. But so me and my son went down there. We played sealed um, with Celso, and then we went over to Bears Barbecue afterwards. So I got to check that place out. Nice. Yeah, it was actually, it was really good. It was really good. I had some brisket, and, I mean, yeah, some of the food there was just ridiculous. It was, it was just so good. My, my my son was eating. I started eating off his plate. I'm like, you going to finish that, buddy? It was good. It was good, and I got to spend some more time with him, and that was cool. So, yeah, so so a little bit of a lackluster draft experience, but then I, I forgot how good uh, sealed at Ice Imports is. Because those are the things that I was using, like when I put a collection together, it's doing stuff like that. Like $15 sealed, take these standard cards, trade them in for store credit, get legacy staples. Yeah, that's that's called gaming the system. <laughs> no, it's just I get to play while I'm playing, plus I get to uh, obtain cards for a collection of play. Yeah. No, that's you know. the way to do it. Just getting value. Yeah, it was just really good. It was really good, so... I'm, I'm glad I got to go down to Ice Imports. It was a hike away, and the whole way, you know, I wanted to look this up, too, because, um, you know, I'm not in a freaking Lamborghini or anything, but my car is pretty quick. You know, it's, it's just a four-cylinder, but it is a quick four-cylinder. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm driving into Connecticut, and I'm really, I'm still not familiar with where I am, like, um, geographically. Like, I know where I am, but... Like, <laughs> like metaphorically and metaphysically and... Well, yeah, you like, know. you know, where am I <laughs> What is life? life, man? Where am I at life? It's the end of 2015 <laughs> now, you know, I'm, I'm getting to be a certain age. But, but no, I'm, I'm trying to drive into Connecticut, and I'm not familiar with where the speed traps are. Yeah. You know, and, like, I know Connecticut, uh, they don't really like mass plates. <laughs> as far as I understand it, because we're mass holes. So, um, I'm going down... Uh, 84, and I'm following a BMW 330XI or I or whatever the hell it was. I don't know if those are a six-cylinder or an eight-cylinder, but this guy's got a Connecticut plate, and I'm like, all right, well, if I follow him, he's got to be familiar with where the traps are, because as soon as the lane was opened up in front of him, he was gone. Yeah. And, like, I'm trying to catch him, <laughs> like, seeing if I could get to this ice imports on time, and I'm like, well, fuck it, like, he's got to know where the speed traps are, I'll just follow his lead. And... I, I tell you, I kept trying to catch up to him. I could catch him, and then we'd be in traffic again, and the traffic would be gone, and then he'd be gone. And I'm <laughs> like, is he in a six or an eight? Like, I, I want to look that engine up more. Um, he, he, he was actually an undercover police officer. He thought you were tailing him. But that's fine. Too. <laughs> I, mean, shit, I was just keeping up with traffic then, in that case. But uh, <laughs> I swear, officer. Yeah, right. Like again, you know, my biggest thing right now—you pull me over speed. My biggest thing right now is—is is my seatbelt on. I don't. Have, there's there's so many things I don't have to worry about anymore. That that's fine. Like if if what I get is a speeding ticket and a seatbelt. <laughs> the belt, perks of being a middle-aged white man. It's something like that, man. You, I'm telling. I wasn't joking. Don't ever get arrested on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. It's a long fucking weekend. And so, like, like let's think about that now. This is what. So we are actually recording the day before Christmas Eve. It's right? true. The, the Christmas Eve of Christmas Eve. So only you can hear this, Jerry. Don't get arrested tonight. 
It's true. It's okay. true. <laughs> now, everybody else is going to listen to this on Monday, so everybody else, don't get arrested on Wednesday, because New Year's Eve to New Year's Day makes it a long fucking weekend, <laughs> and you'll have a lot to think about when, when 2016 starts with attorney's fees. <laughs> yep, and it's it's everyone's favorite thing to uh, spend uh, New Year's Eve in a jail cell sitting next to Bubba as your only one to kiss. Oh, man, sometimes, <laughs> it's, even, sometimes it's even worse than that. Sometimes it's not even Bubba, it's just the fucking... Anyway... <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so, so legacy. Yeah, legacy. So as far as 2015, so we're looking at the end of 2015 now. You know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about two things. One, I was thinking about New Year's resolutions, and the other thing I was thinking about is the things I'm grateful for out of 2015. You know, like for example, um, you know what? What are some of the things that we've done this year? What are some of the things that have been done this year? You know, and I, I don't mean in a general sense of like. Um, wizards did whatever the hell fucking wizards did. I'm not. I'm not concerned with that shit. I mean, like the shit that affected, uh, like you personally or me personally. Like for me, one of the things I'm grateful for this year, and I was thinking about. It, I'm like going back through the year. I'm like, I got to go play fucking Burning Reanimator with South Florida Magic. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that was fucking. That was awesome. Um, I got to play Food Chain with Team Tusk in Atlanta, <laughs> and then go eat at Waffle House, and that was fucking awesome. Um. You know, we've, I've gotten to meet some really fucking awesome people. We donated to the Wounded Warrior Project. Um, There's just all these things that I was thinking about out of 2015. I was curious if you had anything that you were grateful for this year like that. Wow, I mean, I don't know how I could follow follow up that, uh, that inclusive list there. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's just a bunch of little moments that all add up, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, game, getting able to, you know, play a match in a... EE3 with, you know, of uh, Team Tusk, Andrew. Yep. Uh, we got paired up sitting next to each other. <laughs> nice. It was just like one of those relationships that never would have existed if it wasn't for uh, the podcast, you know, because yep. I, I would, he would have just been some other random player sitting down next to me. Yep. But uh, also another cool thing happened uh, just tonight. So I was Googling uh, some stuff, <laughs> and I lo- I was trying to find the, uh, you know, the what which deck should I play in Legacy Flowchart? Yeah. Uh, so I was looking for that, so I just Googled, what should I play in Legacy, uh, under Google Image Search, and uh, the podcast was the second thing to come up after <laughs> Merit Lodge. So apparently only Merit Lodge is more relevant to Legacy than us. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know about going that far. No, I, when, when you said it, I thought you were joking. I looked, it wasn't the second thing when I saw it, but I could see it listed down there. I'm like, oh, that's kind of fucked up, man. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> exactly. Um <laughs> Shit, don't ask me what you should play in Legacy. <laughs> I know, right? I'll, t- I'll be telling you 10 pins. Uh, oh, so, well, I, I still love it. Like, people hit me up on uh, Facebook all the time just asking for Legacy advice. I'm like, oh, man, I am not an expert in any way. I just got a guy with a podcast, but I'd be happy to help you out with your deck. <laughs> I, I just like to sound <laughs> like an expert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just look good compared to Adrian. That's all. <laughs> oh, and then... um. Yeah, one of the other things I was thinking about, grateful for out of 2015, is I, we are looking at a fuck at a legacy FNM. Yeah, exactly. I, that, I went to my awesome. first ever legacy FNM like two months ago. It was amazing. It's sweet. That is so sweet. Uh, actually, speaking of food chain, Adrian, get uh, that is the deck that I played at legacy FNM this past week. Okay, and you did it with the manipulate face. Yep. Oh man, the manipulate fates are so good. Yeah, oh my see, god! I just, I just didn't own any. When I was down in Atlanta, Andrew was asking me why I wasn't playing it. I'm like, I just don't own any. He's well, like, they're, was... they're like a nickel. I'm like, yeah. Well, that, that's the I just can't part. find them. 
that's the great part about uh, gaming, etc. When I went, is like I brought aggro loam and I brought food chain that was missing like twelve cards, okay. uh, four of which were mist holographin, three manipulate fate, uh, and like some other like random commons and uncommons from like apocalypse. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I, I have a list of these cards. Like, if you guys have them, that'd be cool. Uh, but you know, just you know, outside chance. He takes the list of, like. Oh yeah, give me a minute. And he goes in the back room, and he comes back with everything except for two cards, which were like carpet of flowers, which were a uh, common from Urza Saga. Yeah. He had like literally everything else. I'm like, oh, sweet. <laughs> so I just bought them on the spot, sleeved up the deck, and uh, just played it for the first time that night. Okay. But uh, yeah, manipulate fates are amazing because they are essentially one colorless, one blue, draw four cards. Uh, three of those cards are mist holographins. But when your Mist Holographins are just three three flyers that never die, it's it's pretty awesome. Also, so with the food chain out, even if you don't go for the combo, even if you're not going for the combo of making infinite mana with to get Emrakul, you still just have the Mist Holographins, and they have vigilance because you can just exile them and then put them back into play untapped by casting them. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, I guess taking a step back from that to explain for those at do- at home who don't know what it is, food chain is an enchantment, two colors and a green. Uh, exile a creature, add X mana of any color to your mana pool plus one colorless, uh, where X is equal to the creature's uh, converted mana cost that you exiled. It's uh, it's not actually plus one colorless though. Yeah, it is. That's how you make infinite mana. Is it plus one colorless or just add? Manner of any color that can only be used to cast creature spells. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, it might be five of any color. It's kind of it. It has old wording on it, so I'm not sure what the updated oracle right. text says about it. Anyway, but regardless, it lets you cycle infinite mana for creatures. Yes, yeah. with Mist Hollow Griffin, which is a creature, it's a two colorless blue blue flying three three Griffin that you can cast it from exile. So pitch it to Force of Will, you can cast it. Exile with Food Chain, you make five mana, cast it again for four. Repeat the process, make infinite mana. And then uh, if somebody lightning bolts it, what do you do? You use Deathrite Shaman to eat it out of the graveyard, putting it back into exile where you recast it. And if they already killed Deathrite Shaman? Uh, the deck gets Deathrite Shaman out fast and protects it, so... Yeah. It's I mean, a, it's that's a funny th- deck. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's definitely a strategy of a way to hate out the deck, is try and hate out the Deathrite Shamans, but... Even if you kill the Deathrite Shamans, the deck still has uh, Manipulate Fate, which is search your library for any three cards and exile them, and then draw a card, which is just hilarious uh, with Mist Hollow Griffin, because it basically just t- plucks it out of your deck and you can cast it at any time. Um, and also just, it only needs one Griffin to go off and just combo out and cast an Emrakul, or a Tide Spout Tyrant and bounce their entire uh, the opponent's entire battlefield. That was the best that I liked was the Tide Spout Tyrant. You know what else was really cute? Uh, did you play? Was were you playing Genesis Hydra? No, I was not playing the Genesis Hydra version. <laughs> that thing is awesome. Yeah. That thing is so awesome. <laughs> it, it's pretty hilarious. Um, what I was running actually uh, is. Uh, oh, I just blanked on the name. Never mind. We'll come back to that. <laughs> Jerry wasn't running anything. Yeah, <laughs> nothing at all. Yeah, when I when I played it down in Atlanta, Andrew was really familiar with it. Yeah. With that, uh, with food chain. Yeah, I guess he had been playing it for a while. Um, so so let's see what else. So what, how did you end up finishing out anyway? Uh, I came in third. Oh, that's pretty good. How many people were there? Uh, there was twenty, maybe twenty-one. 
Maybe okay. 19. All right, so Legacy's a dying format? Yep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's actually funny. Legacy had twice the participants as standard. It's beautiful. It's a yeah. beautiful thing. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. I, I still, yeah, I always think about those things when people are like, oh, yeah. I was, so we went down, to, I'm, I'm doing sealed at ice imports, right? And I'm sitting down, my son's across from me, Celso's next to him, and then there's some guy next to me. And I'm opening up my packs, and I'm looking at all these cards. And about 10 feet down on the tables, there's some kid and some guy. And uh, I, don't, I say kid. He was probably 20. Yeah, it might have been 20. Somewhere around there. And uh, maybe a little bit older, because he was talking about how he was um, sold his legacy cards because legacy is a dying format. Oh, and, God, that breaks my heart. <laughs> and it, he went on for it for a little while. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm just doing it sealed. I'm just keep my mouth shut. And, uh, and, and Celso's there, and like I have Merfolk sitting next to me, and Celso has um, a couple of legacy decks with him too, because he brought some decks so that we could jam some games. Yeah. And and this kid, he, he must have been about five minutes. He went on about how Legacy's a dying format. The sealed tournament goes on. Now at the end of it, he's asking the store, okay, well, how much of the Force of Will's up there? And yeah. how much of the underground seas? Because I need, I, well, I, I want to put miracles together. And the guy's, well, I got five tundras in stock. Well, I, I only need three. And I'm like, this is the same kid who was just saying a half hour ago that Legacy's a dying format. <laughs> right. It's just so, it's it's so odd for me to hear uh, just some of the strange things. It's, I mean, it's cool. Everybody's got their opinion. It's just like, if you could at least um, stand by it, like, <laughs> that'd be interesting. But. Oh, man. So, uh, let's see, what else are you grateful for this year out of Magic? Uh, I'm grateful for Pat. We added Pat this year, and I think he has been an awesome addition to the cast. So I'm very grateful that we got to meet Pat. And literally the way it came about is he just, you know, messaged us one day and was like, hey, guys, I really like the... This is like in the podcast infancy when we still had no idea what the hell we were doing. Yeah, we still don't. We still don't. I feel we have a little bit of an idea. Like, we're like, okay, we don't, like, wake up, and you're like, oh, where am I? Oh, God. Where <laughs> but, are my pants? Yeah, where are my pants? And But anyways, grateful for Pat. You know, he just hit us up, and uh, he was like, hey, I really like, uh, you know, what you guys do. Like, it'd be awesome to run into you at a tur- in a tournament sometime. And we just met up with him at SC, uh, Star- one of the Star City Games events, talked to him, and we're like, hey, come on the podcast. And then it just turned into, like, a repeating thing where we just invited him. We're like, yeah, let's just add Pat. Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah, because I remember we That's were... That's not what I remember. We were doing Miss Worcester. We were doing breakfast at Miss Worcester. And and he came to join us for breakfast, too, because he'd been saying that. And yeah. well, uh, that he was... came to join us for breakfast, and he was going to start a podcast. I'm like, Why don't you that, was, uh, that was the morning before the Star City Games event. We yeah. got breakfast. Yeah, because it was, the first, it was first, his first event playing Legacy, and he was leaving up burn. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, and that was Miss Worcester Breakfast, and we haven't done that in a little while. We should do up a fucking yeah. Miss Worcester Breakfast. We should. should have had uh, Legacy Diners Across America events. <laughs> or or <laughs> we could even think about that place you were talking about, too. Uh, oh, Annie's. Apparently, I heard from some, from some friends that went under new management, so it is not as good anymore. Oh, okay. Well, then, I still know a lot of good places. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, so, uh, you know, grateful this year, too, Ed and Pat, and... Pat's, um, you know, Pat did a lot of work. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for, I don't know how to put it, um, the assistance from Tony at G2 Games. You know, like he's, he's been really helpful with, with the charity. 
Yeah. You know, with with uh, awesome. with being able to take in the commons and you know helping us donate to the Wounded Warrior Project and helping us accumulate to be able to donate to the St. Jude Children's Hospital. So yeah, so so I'm also grateful for Pat and Tony. And Did we actually an update of how much we've raised so far for the tournament? Um, jeez, oh, I, I don't. I gave Pat a bunch of cards a couple weeks ago. Well, how much how much do we have in the bank? What is what is banked right now, irregardless uh, of outside assets? Well, now I gotta log in and see. Thanks, Jerry. <laughs> now you just if you could just also say your call. password out over the calls. I think it should be public information. Everyone just log on. Everyone check it out. <laughs> um, well, you know what, Jerry? It would actually be more if anywhere in 2015 you had ever done an auction for any animal <laughs> witness playmat. I told you, man, you got to send me that image. You got got the image. It's an eternal witness playmat, buddy. All right, right, there's one of my New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions is organize the auction for the limited edition eternal witness playmat. That's your resolution? That's going to be one. And when are you going to do it by? See, I have multiple. I have multiple New Year's resolutions so that, you know, that way if one fails, I can fall back on another one and be like, oh, yeah, see, I did it. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, so far, currently, there's $70. Not for St. Jude's, not counting what was donated to uh, Wounded Warriors? Uh, yeah, well, Wounded Warrior, yeah, that already went by. So, yeah. There's, I mean, we donated, what, we did 50-50 Wounded Warrior, so that's uh, 250 to Wounded Warrior, 250 to MTG cast. And um, then we're going to do... Twenty-five, seventy-five going forward. So we got seventy dollars so far. Plus, I gave Pat a shitload of boxes a couple weeks ago. So seventy plus whatever else incoming. Awesome. Yeah. Still a ways away from a thousand dollars, people. I still have that revised booster pack just sitting on my desk, collecting dust, waiting for us to hit that mark. Yeah. So send send the stuff in, guys. Clean out at uh you know all all your stuff, and we'll get that donated and. We'll get that uh, booster pack lottery going. Oh boy! <laughs> hey man, I'm never a fan of soliciting. <laughs> nah, man, nah. This is like PBS. Don't worry, Jerry. Someday, someday, you're gonna do really good with a cardboard sign. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's my ultimate goal to be wacky, wavy, inflatable balloon man. So I take that. <laughs> All right. So, uh, moving. All right. So, what else are you grateful for out of 2015? Do you got anything else you're grateful for that you could think of off the top of your head? Um, I, you got you hit me out of nowhere with this. I feel yeah, like yeah, I know I did. I, I, off the top of my head, I, I can't think of, it, but I'm sure it's gonna hit me like an hour later. Mm. Well, as soon as I hit hang up, I'm like, oh damn, all those things. Well, yeah, I mean, we could always come back to that stuff too. I think, I mean, I I don't even remember if it was 2015 or 2014 where we actually met John Kerman. Was that just this year? That might have just been this year. I right? think it was just this year. Because yeah, he's. He's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. It, he's pretty cool. Um, I, I, I do need to, I do need to issue a public apology to Kerman. So he also went to uh, FNM Legacy, and it, recording a podcast is a little bit like time travel because you know we record, <laughs> we record the podcast on like Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, and then we edit it and then we release it the next Monday. And then I, we usually go to events at, like, the end of the week. So, 
like by the time I'm seeing people after they've talked after they've heard the podcast and want to talk to me about it, it's been like two two and a half weeks since we recorded it, yeah. and I just forget what we talked about. Okay. <laughs> and Kerman was so upset because the episode that had come out right before was the episode where we had Tom Keating on talking about Agro Loam, okay. and so he was so hyped. So hyped to see me play Agro Loam, and I oh. sit down in the desk, and I up, take out Food Chain. And we get paired <laughs> against each other, and I just, I'm sorry, Kerman, but I just absolutely crushed him with Food Chain. Like, Death and Taxes versus Food Chain, Food Chain wins every time. Okay. <laughs> and he was just, like, he was just so, so upset and hurt, like, wounded. He wasn't angry, he was disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, so, he's a fucking he's a great kid yeah so had to had to issue that public apology mm. um so yeah there there is a, there is a bit like time traveling i noticed that uh that you know there's times where like we'll be talking about something and then it's on my mind you know and like me and kyle will go play on a saturday or a friday night sunday whatever go do legacy or i'm talking with anybody and, I, and i'll start like you know, we were just talking about this thing, and I and I, and I feel like, geez, if I'm talking about it, I'm kind of like spoiling, you know, the next episode. But at the same time, <laughs> I don't know, like this is just on my mind, and I want to get some some outside opinions on it, you know. And uh, so it is kind of weird. You have that like, there's a there's a I I don't want to be the guy that tells you how Star Wars ended in the lobby, but. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't believe Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's dad. But like, that coming? <laughs> at, at the same time, I just, I, 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 you know, I like to, I, I, you know, it, it's no secret. I like to fucking think nobody listens to this, so <laughs> it's, it's just, uh, it's, it's kind of weird to like sense that time because there are times where like people have had a conversation with me, like, yeah, that was like a couple weeks ago, and, and I think I figured that out by now. Or, like whatever it is, I'll have some question, like some judge thing we might be talking about, and somebody's like, oh well, it works this way, and. Yeah, I kind of looked that up after we recorded it. I just left it in the episode. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, it is, it is kind of interesting with that time lapse. But I, I kind of, you know, for me, I enjoy the time lapse myself. Yeah. But that's just It's me. like Throwback Thursday two weeks from now. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And then, uh, so I, like, what was it, last night you finally got to hear the episode with Jim? I did, I did, yeah. Speaking of that, I got blown out. Ian posted, like, the fact about how Fitchburg actually is the second hilliest uh, town in America. What's but he just the first? Uh, I think it's San Francisco. Oh, Jim was right. Yeah, but uh, he just posted that in the Facebook group, and I'm just like, uh, like, lol, what? <laughs> and then everyone, like, uh, Celso and uh, Chris and everyone just, like, got on there. It's like, wait to listen to your own episodes, dude. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, sorry, guys. It literally just came out. <laughs> no, so I'm actually, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, uh, another thing out of 2015. We got to, I guess, to record with Jim. Um, we, I know. I was so bummed I missed last week because uh, Jim guy. is just one of my favorite people in the entire community. Yeah, he's an awesome guy. Um, what else? We got, we recorded with Pomegranate earlier this year. Oh. Who else did we record with? Uh, we also, I mean, Celso has been on a bunch yep. of times, Bob Hong, Tom Keating. Did we record with Bob this year? Yeah, we recorded, I think Bob was actually on twice this year. Oh, look at that, okay. Um, then I just lost my train of thought, but there are lots of other people. Oh yeah, we had Eric, uh, fucking Pat lined up Eric from, uh, Puka Trade. Yep, Eric from Puka Trade, also Team Tusk came on, that was yep. awesome. 
Yeah. Uh, man, now that we're narrowing the list down, the person that we forget about is just even that much more offended. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we should quit while we're ahead and just thank everyone else and forgive our ignorance for not putting this list together prior. <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't actually look at the last 52 episodes. I was just kind of going off the things that, like, stick in my mind, you know? Uh, no, wait, dig in the hole deeper, Adrian. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. That wasn't memorable enough. <laughs> Um, not true at all. We I, appreciate everyone. Honestly, you know what though? I I was thinking about this earlier. Um, I've been. I I actually don't even know if I can look it up now. How many people are actually in the Facebook group now? Uh, I looked the other. Day. I think I, I I think at this point last year, I still don't know that there were a hundred. I can't remember if there was a hundred last year at this time. Uh, I, I think it might be getting close to two now. Which is just. I mean, it's really. It's 70. just, it's 170? Uh, last I checked, I think. Okay, so yeah, it was, I mean, it was just like a, a reference thing, you know what I mean? Yep. But, um, so. We're actually at 179. And haven't mentioned it in a while, so also fucking, still, uh, I, I, I gotta mention Braden. <laughs> <laughs> the first guy ever in the Facebook group, just, uh, every once in a while I gotta give him that mention, you know? <laughs> the OG. Uh, let's see. Alright, so yeah, so you said 179? Because I noticed there was a few people that joined, uh, the other day. Because I get it in my email alerts that, like, you know, somebody wanted to join Leaving a Legacy, and then I, I, by the time I click over, they're already added. I'm like, okay, never mind. I guess I'm useless here. <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, we're just so quick on the gun with our smartphones, you know, still connected to the civilized worlds. Actually, I'm looking it up on my droid right now. I'm just not paying the extra money. I'm on Wi-Fi. Fine, you, got me. you got me. You got me. <laughs> Everyone's supposed to flip phones. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, anybody, yeah, shoot. You know, people can pay what they want. Somebody actually had a good point, dude. That extra $50 a month starts adding up on legacy cards if you let it. That Man, is true. Yeah. That's what, uh, $600 a year. Yeah. That's, um, and uh, some of it, too, is also, like, well, all right, that's more corporate economics, so I'm not going to bother getting into that. On this. We're just going to stick with like. As much as I would enjoy hearing about that, I don't think our listeners would. No, I just oh, all right. So, given the extra fifty bucks a month, Verizon can hide their profits and cut uh, contracts on their employees doesn't really uh, appeal to me. But it could appeal to anybody else. That's fine. Anyway, so enough of that corporate bullshit. Uh, so, what else, buddy? Uh, well, actually, I guess while we're on the subject, I'm thankful for all 179 members. And also, all the other listeners who don't have Facebook but are still, you know, loyal to the cast and really enjoy what we do, because you guys make us doing what we do worth it. Look at that. Would you just call Jim out? <laughs> like, no, I was including Jim. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like... It's like and everybody out. else without a Facebook account. <laughs> Jim, you know, I'm looking at technology Jim. challenge... <laughs> No, there was actually there was there was some parts of that I had to edit out too because it would have been bad to listen to, like I mean my long fucking diatribe on tinfins, but um, <laughs> not the twelve minutes in the beginning where you were comparing cell phone contracts. <laughs> oh no, Jim's Jim's fucking awesome. But like while we were talking, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like the smoke alarm started going off in the house, and I'm like, yeah, nobody's gonna want to hear that on the cast. But like me and Jim were just like fucking laughing. Then like his girl came home. It was just cute. It was cute. I, it was. uh Man, it, it's it's too bad. He's he's like such a hike too. But anyway, um, so all right. So 
grateful on things on 2015. Any? What about New Year's resolutions? You got any New Year's resolutions you're thinking about going forward? Well, apparently now one of my New Year's resolutions is to have that Eternal Witness auction. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be about time. <laughs> All right, let's say give me give give me till give me till February. By the end of February, we will have the Eternal Witness uh, auction. Uh, started, closed, or both in the same day? <laughs> Close. <laughs> All right, who wants it? I got 20 bucks. Who's got 20 bucks? <laughs> Sold. Sold. It's the man oh, in the White House. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, have, it, have the auction closed and have it sold by February. All right, so when are you going to start the auction? See, this uh, is why I always did the silent auctions, but you were like, oh, no, nope, you're don't put it, I'll, put it, I'll it. put it together beginning of February, the See, auction that, will start. It will run for the month of February. You know why I'm so adamant about this, Jerry? Why? Because when I was doing the silent auctions, you're like, oh, well, then you're leaving money on the table. And I'm like, yeah? Okay, <laughs> you do one. Oh, Jerry, you've been leaving money on the table for like a year and a half now, buddy. <laughs> it has not been a year and a half. It's been like six months. It's been more than six, but we'll go with it. We'll say yeah. six months. Ah, bah humbug. Yeah, ah, bum hug. <laughs> anyways, anyways. All right, so anyways. <laughs> so my second New Year's resolution is, uh, I don't know if it's going to be possible or not, but I'm going to try and play... Uh, at least once every deck in the what should I play in Legacy flowchart. Uh, oh, wow, you mean the all right? So the full flowchart, not yep. like a flowchart we've been making. No, not the flowchart we've been making. The full flowchart that uh, got popular on Mana Deprived. Yep. Uh, if our li- if any of our listeners haven't seen this yet, it's pretty awesome. You should definitely Google it. Uh, but it's basically a flowchart of what should I play in Legacy, and it asks you a series of yes or no questions and directs you to the deck that best suits your personality. And I'm just going to try and play every deck on it uh, by the end of the year. Some of them are going to be harder than others. Well, like, there's got to be... Okay, so, yes, you, so now you're talking about playing more than one event a week. Uh, well, the thing is, is the ones I've already played, I'm counting. I'm just checking those off. Okay, okay. Um, so the ones I've already played, I'm going to try and play all the decks I haven't played before. So what's one of them? What's a deck that you haven't played before? Uh, 12th Post. I've never played 12th Post. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, Stompy. That's going to be interesting. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> Who uh, has played that? <laughs> yep. Infect. I've actually never played Infect. Hmm. Ooh, ooh. Do you have Berserks? Uh, I have one Berserk. I'm also going to rely a lot on the kindness of strangers to get yeah, the yeah. resolution taken care of. Yeah. Um. I was just thinking, I'm like, I can't think of, of any other deck that would use a Berserk. Right, exactly. I mean, I have one Berserk for EDH, but that's it. Yep. Uh, that was because I found it in, like, a discount rares box. Uh, it, it was, like, going for, like, $5 when it Whoa, was a $60 card. I just started thinking, I wonder if there's a way for me to use Berserk in Tin Fins. <laughs> <laughs> that's got lifelink. I can draw cards. <laughs> I'm such a fucking jerk. <laughs> so, uh, take that, uh, what is it, Nourishing Shoal, <laughs> this oh, card for Grizzlebrand. Oh, that's the way to do it. <laughs> um, wait, wait, what the hell is, what the hell is going on now? What? Oh, oh, oh. Man, see, I got all fucking nervous now, because Skype got stupid on me earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I just, um, 
I don't know. Apparently, I just automatically got logged out of PayPal. I thought I was getting automatically logged out of Skype. Yeah. I'm like, I'm in the middle of something. What are you doing? Uh, Skype thinks this podcast has had enough. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I say Tinfins, they're cutting the call. <laughs> All right, oh. done. Cut them off. Yep, yep. All right, so what other resolutions you got? Uh, that's it for now. That's it for now. What about you? Uh, I think my easy New Year's resolution is to finish this deck. Okay. Um, I mean, that's like a piece of cake. Uh, Celso helped me out over the weekend, and I was able to pick up two more wastelands. So I am one wasteland shy. Uh, so I think that New Year's resolution is going to be easily accomplished. Um, and then to build the second deck. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's either, either uh, that it's Inquisition, right? That's your second deck. It, well, it's either going to be uh, Ten Fins of Burning Reanimator, but um, it's a second deck regardless. And uh, let's see. What else? Um, I don't know. Magic-wise and non-magic-wise, I guess. I mean, I'm going to finish this goddamn bathroom because uh, I want to get this house occupied anyway. And, um, yeah. So finishing this deck... Uh, donating to the St. Jude Children's Hospital. Probably going back to the Wounded Warrior Project, if you guys are cool. Yeah. And, um, I mean, my my thing at the moment is really uh, being a dad, you know. Just, uh, yeah, being like MTG dad. Being, <laughs> being dad in general. Yeah. Maybe maybe have a little bit more dad jokes. <laughs> God no, please. Uh. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the dad jokes. Um, I I do want to uh, I want to get to see some of the people I haven't seen in a little while. You know, there's there's a lot of really fucking cool people that I want to get to see more often, like Ian and Jim. Um, I want probably want to get up to acting a little more. Um, yeah, Dan. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see if I'd like to see if I could encourage something semi locally. Like I think what the guys what the guys are doing in Atlanta is really um, is really it's it's great for the format, but I think it's also great for them locally, and it's uh, it's pretty inspirational the, the the work that they put into it. I'd like to try to see something like that occur up here, um, and if I could be a part of that, then then that would be. Uh, I think I'd like to do that this year too. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, but, and what theme Tusk has down in the south would be uh, be awesome to have up here. Yeah, like I mean, if there's a store around that would, uh, you know, the, the challenge is a store that actually wants to keep the camera sort of thing and. Support with internet connection. They've been doing a lot, you know, a lot of what they've been doing has been like, it's a labor of love. Yeah, I actually have high hopes for uh, the Eternal Extravaganza uh, tournament series that's starting up. Uh, mm. Eternal Extravaganza is doing a bunch of regional large legacy tournaments. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they're also sponsoring satellite tournaments at local stores around, uh, you know, in the mid-Atlantic coast. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've been doing a lot. So big shout out to them. Hope, hope that uh, picks up because it would be awesome to have like an East Coast Legacy tour. An East Coast Legacy tour. There's also there is a what did I see? There's a real estate Legacy real estate tournament going on at um, Tabletop Games. Yep. Yeah. Tabletop Games, January 9th. Actually, that is my birthday. Uh, so I will be attending that for my birthday, trying to win some dual lands. 
Really? Um, they actually just announced today uh, that they opened pre-registration, so I'm gonna I'm gonna sign up for that. Mm, yeah, I was thinking about it myself too. Debated it. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw that little posting. Yeah. So just to read it off for people, uh, table shop. Uh, Legacy Real Estate Tournament in Newington, Connecticut. Uh, $50 entry, 9 a.m. registration, 10 a.m. start. And it's a, it's a pretty sweet payout. Yeah, have you ever been to that store? No, I, I've never been to that particular store. I, 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 maybe I have, I'm not sure. I don't think so, though. I think that's, like, Celso's primary LGS. Oh, yeah. Where he likes, yeah, he's, he's, uh, it's it's pretty big. It's actually it's a pretty big store. I went down there and played one night. Jeez, a while ago. God, I can't even think of how long ago that was. It might have been six months ago. I was on my way down there, and he told me about a sub shop next door to the place. It's actually it's it's pretty cool. It took me a little bit to find it, but it was uh, it was a good time. It was a good yeah. shop. Their uh their prize payout is actually pretty interesting because for top thirty two, the way they're doing it is you have your choice between the dual land. Or the expedition equivalent of it uh, from Battle for Zendikar. So first place gets their choice between Underground Sea or a Polluted Delta expedition. Second place is a Volcanic Island or a Scalding Tarn expedition. Third, mm. third place is Tropical Island or Misty Rainforest expedition. Uh, so I just think that's cool. And then, you know, it, it goes down from there where the winner, you know, the next places get to pick whatever they want after that. Um... So I, I, I think that's a pretty cool way to do it because, you know, there are people who, you know, are fortunate enough to already have the dual lands and maybe want something a little bit different and give the chance for someone else who doesn't have the dual land to get a chance of getting that dual land. Yeah, I don't know about all that, man. <laughs> like, hey, that man that's a that's... really cute idea, but I can't exactly play Sneak and Show without Volcanic Islands but with four scalding Tarn Expeditions. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's what it is. The the established players who already have the cards and don't really need more dual lands can oh, I go see. for I like see what you're the, yeah, and then they can leave the dual lands for the less established players, but who still did well just off their own skill. Um, so I, I just thought that was a, that was a cool way to do it because honestly, winning winning some legacy real estate is one of the best ways to build a collection uh, in legacy because winning winning tournaments and getting store credit. Uh, to just turn into staples is that's that's how you get entrenched in legacy. So that that's how I did. And I, I'm a big proponent of that. Hmm. <laughs> so so what else then? Were uh, any other? Uh, Phyrexian Games actually on the second. They're having a uh, tournament for a Judge Foil Force of Will. I think I can afford to miss that. <laughs> hey, I'm going to go for to it because it's a big legacy tournament. I'm yeah, maybe I should that. be able to support the format. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. That's the what? The second? Uh, the second of January. Oh, that's actually coming up pretty quick. That's, uh, let's see, that's going to be Saturday. Is that this Saturday? Oh, it's next Saturday. Yeah. Well, it's the Saturday that this podcast comes out. This podcast comes out on Monday. Well, yeah, but then the Saturday after that is... Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You're picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah, and I got a birthday coming up, so I get to be just a little bit older. Oh, boy. Yeah, these old bones, they ain't what they used to be. (laughs) (laughs) Dad jokes. Dad jokes. And then, um, 
man, and I'm really, I'm really looking forward to this new set releasing. Mm-hmm. I really, I really think I see myself doing a lot more sealed events than I imports. Yeah, I kind of got burned on Battle for Zendikar because I opened up a box of Zendikar, and I usually don't crack packs at all. Um, but I opened up a box of Zendikar and I got nothing. And the fact that it's it's a lottery of either get the expedition or what you opened is pretty worthless. It it kind of it has the major feel bads when you don't you don't hit the lottery. Yeah, yeah, I could I could see that, and that that's why I don't like to just get a box and open it. I'll go do sealed and at least have fun doing that. Right. Well, that's the thing is like I refuse to just crack packs. Even when I buy a box, um, I buy a box so that me and my friends can draft it. Okay. Um, because that's like the ultimate feel bad where you're just like, oh man, I just literally flushed a hundred dollars down the drain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you've ever been to the craps table at a casino, <laughs> it's, uh, it's much the same feeling. I don't actually know that feeling, Adrian. I have what the Irish call luck. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? That's what it is. Did That's you ever open a box of Battle for Zendikar and have the feel beds? <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> I don't have luck with booster packs. This is the one thing. Actually, the person I know with the most luck for booster packs is my friend Mike. Uh, the one we've talked about a couple times on the podcast, the, the burn player. Man, that guy just cracks expeditions and money rares Does like he? it is his job. No oh, shit. Oh my god. No shit. He bought like a pack from Newberry Comics, like just like one of the packs off the rack. Oh, expedition. <laughs> hmm. I wonder if I could talk him into doing like, you know, they do $15 sealed with prize supported ice imports. I wonder if I could actually see if any of the stores around here do $15 sealed without prize support. Yeah, well, I do know there's a shop that on Thursdays in Central Square actually has a draft at the local bar. They call it Draft and Draft Thursdays. Yep. Uh, so that that's pretty nice. Central Square in Boston? Yep, well, Cambridge, but Boston yeah. area. So, yeah, I'm not driving that far. <laughs> Thanks for the insight, though. Yeah. <laughs> you ever want to draft some cards and get some draft beer and some barbecue wings and just hang out. It's a, it's a good time. Hmm. Yeah, I can imagine. It sounds like a good time. Let's see. Uh, what else going into next year? They're doing basic lands in, uh, what is it, Oath of the Gatewatch? Is that the next fucking set? Yeah, Oath of the Gatewatch. Yeah, I think they confirmed there's going to be full art lands. Okay, so then it would actually be worth yeah. doing still. Because I'm actually looking at what I have compiled now of basics. Just This is like just from draft. I mean, I, I got a pretty little good set going. And of course, I still have, um, I have like three unopened sets of basics out of fat packs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I got some like full art basics kind of stashed away, but I got a grip of them here. I don't have, I don't have as many, I want 12 of the same art for my deck, you know, and I don't have 12 of the same art going on here. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they're gonna, do more full art basics and that the artwork will be um well actually I guess even if the artwork's the same the set simple changes. I just want to get twelve of the same island. Yeah. You know, before it was snow covered and I'll probably go back to those eventually someday when I'm just keep piecing things together eventually and screwing around with stuff. But in the meantime I just want to make sure I have twelve of the same artwork and it'd be cool if it was full art. So hopefully yeah. uh hopefully Oath of the Gate watching a little bit more sealed events helps me uh yeah. Amass some real estate. I think I'm actually gonna I'm gonna pick up I'm gonna speculate a little bit. Uh I'm gonna pick up uh foil waste 
left and right. Yeah, the basics? Yeah, the basic ways. Um, so just like for commander purposes? Yeah, for commander, because there are a bunch of commander players who love like Karn and other just colorless commanders that you technically can't run basic lands in them because yep. they produce mana that isn't the commander's color. Yep. So now they finally have a legal way to actually run their deck, and knowing EDH players, they love their shiny cards. Mm-hmm. And I, I just feel that foil wastes are going to be something that the magic finance as a whole is going to overlook, and they're just going to be worth money down the line. I'm just curious if that's actually going to be a justice set thing. Right. It, that's what it really comes down to. Is this just going to be in this set, or are they going to print waste in every set after? But my reasoning with it, though, is that even if they printed in other sets afterwards, they're not keeping the full art. So getting these ones, which are full art foil waste, are going to be pretty unique compared to any car, any waste printed in future sets. Sure, sure. I mean, I, I can definitely agree with that. Um, let me just ask you a question here. Do you think... Because I would fall under the impression that it's not likely that they're going to repeat, only for a similar reason that how often do we see snow-covered basics? You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. I, I think it's a really cool mechanic, and I, I think they're keeping the symbol. I think from now on, any land that taps for colorless mana is now going to tap for that symbol. It's just, are they going to have actual physical waste going forward? Mm, okay, so you think they could just keep the mechanic and similar lands going forward, but not so much. Right, because there's plenty of cards that produce colorless in Magic Magic's history. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Soul Ring is definitely probably the most common, but, you know, there's always that mana rock or something in standard that, you know, taps for colorless and then taps for some other colors. So this is this is a really small set. There's only 184 cards in it. Really, I didn't know it was that small. Yeah, that sounds like Innistrad numbers, doesn't it? Wasn't Innistrad a small set? Oh no, Dark Ascension was a small set. Yeah. The other thing is they've actually already spoiled all the mythics for the set, and none of the mythics look that enticing. Um, what about Kozlik? No, I guess we talked about him in the past, right? Nothing really good. I mean, I I think he's good. I think the, there's a possibility he could see play just because his ability, if he resolves, is amazing. Like Kozlik plus Grizzlebrand equals is basically like Reanimator's version of Counterbalance. Oh shit! Right. Okay. And the fact that he doesn't get recycled when he goes to the graveyard means you can reanimate him. Come on, no. Kozilek and Grizzlebrand as reanimators count- counterbalance. Well, yeah. I mean, draw cards with Grizzlebrand, discard cards to Kozilek to counter spells. Should we just forget that there's 19 power on the board and you probably fetch? <laughs> <laughs> That's. I'm not saying it needs to stick around for a while, but you know, if they try something, if they get a little fishy, you can answer it no matter what. <laughs> Because there are times when you draw off a Grizzlebrand looking for that Force of Will and you just can't hit it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. So it's just kind of another backup avenue. So I think I think Kozilek can definitely, you know, see play in some of those style decks. <sighs> but, I mean, like, the other the other kind of mythics aren't really that enticing. Mm. What's, I mean, all right, so let me, let's, let's discuss Wasteland, me and you. We haven't discussed that yet. Sure. What's, what's your take, though? Um, I think it's cool that they're reprinting it. It's just like, Wasteland is one of those cards that they've reprinted a lot of, actually. It's just they're all premium. Like, Wasteland has three judge printings. Well, there's the player's rewards. I thought there was one judge's. Oh, I think it's the player's reward and then two judges. Because a a new judge one just came out fairly recently. 
Okay. And then there's the expedition one. Right. Wow, I can hear you typing it up. (laughs) (laughs) Searching that out, are you? Now, what about ancient tomb? Like, you were just picking up the the foil ancient tombs from the From the Vaults? Yeah, that's what I was kind of disappointed in, because we just got ancient tomb in From the Vaults. And at first, I'm like, why did they not make this uh, City of Traders? It would have been perfect. It would have, like, finished that cycle out. It would have fit the same place. It doesn't make sense to me why they didn't print City of Traders. And then Pat pointed out, City of Traders is, in, is on the goddamn reserve list for some reason. Yeah, but... Does that actually matter? Haven't they printed things? They printed things on the reserve list as promos. They have, but they closed that re- loophole recently. Oh my! God. All right, so, um, all right, so then back to Wasteland. What's your? So this is this is my thing. Is like, you know, I need Wastelands to finish this deck. Do I really want to buy them now? Or do I just want to wait like the month? It's gonna be interesting. I don't think basic Wasteland, just non-promo Wasteland, is gonna lose much value. Because look at the Shocklands as an example. Shocklands didn't really lose a ton of value when the Expedition Shocklands came out because the people who were buying Expedition Shocklands weren't the ones who were buying up the basic non-foil Shocklands. What did take a large hit was the foil Shocklands. Foil Shocklands, some of them halved in value because of the Expeditions because people were saying, oh, why would I buy a foil Shockland when I can just get the pimpier Shockland for a couple dollars more. Okay. All right, so that's an interesting point. What about the people who are buying foil uh, expedition wastelands but getting rid of their regular wastelands to acquire them? So, I mean, that, that, increases the, that increases the supply. Wouldn't that lower the price? I think it would lower it a little bit, but I just don't think there are going to be that many people. There are yep. plenty of people out there who, like like yourself, just don't like foils. There are a lot of legacy players who don't like foils. Their thing is foreign cards. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to definitely hurt the value of the promo wastelands, and I'm sure wi- just regular wasteland is going to lose a couple dollars in value. But to a much lesser degree. Yeah, it's not going to tank by any means. What I think it really is going to do is it's going to prevent wasteland from increasing in value in the near future, just because there is a kind of a glut of choices to choose from from wasteland. Interesting. Do you think it's going to put an increase on other cards? And what I mean is, do you think, like, well, people are going to open Expedition Wastelands? And Like, for me, if I go to a sealed event and I ha- happen to open an Expedition Wasteland, I would fucking trade it for Basic Wastelands. But now, it, it, if anybody... Do you think there's a potential for anybody to open up a Wasteland and out of that try to figure out if they could actually trade this wasteland away for a lot of pieces of a legacy deck or use it in part of a legacy deck and start to acquire other pieces. And if that was the case, would it create a demand on other legacy staples by having an increased supply of wastelands? Like, do you think, like, wasteland being printed would put an increase on ether vials or or anything like that? You know what I mean? I think it does, but it's going to be in such a minuscule effect, it's going to be hard to see. Sure. Uh, If we were talking, if they all of a sudden did, like, Wasteland, Caracas, Rashad and Poor, like, if they did, like, a slew of legacy staples as these, I'm like, yes, it would be much more pronounced because then there are a lot of different avenues that those could be turned into. Oh, it's too bad they didn't do Yeah, that would have been awesome, but since it's just Wasteland, I think it's going to have an effect, I just don't think it's going to be you know, perceivable to the human eye. It's not, it's going to be, it's going to happen slowly and incrementally and no one's going to really see it. Yeah. I think it's, it's strange that they did strip mine. 
Yeah, there were a couple on there that were just kind of head-scratchers, like Mana Confluence. Mana Confluence is a $3 card that was printed, like, a couple sets ago. Yeah, uh, that's just going to be more for modern. I mean, I, I, I'm well, trying to think. I think I've seen Dredge play it a little bit. Yeah, I think it's... it's Well, what uh, they actually talked about on Brainstorm Brewery, uh, which I liked, is it's more for, like, the EDH and Cube players. Um, that, that's what these, that's what I actually really liked about these expeditions is looking at them is the players who want these cards are players who are casual players as in cube and EDH and legacy and vintage players. Cause they also printed Forbidden Orchard, which is a vintage staple and in a couple cubes, but not anywhere else. Did they, uh, are these the Fastlands from Scars? All I'm seeing of them is foreign. No, they're the, um, they're doing the filter lands from... No, I think no, no, no. There's other ones, too. Moreland Ash. Land, Moreland Ash enters the battlefield tap. No, it looks like basically a guild gate. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. There were other cards from other sets spoiled. We also... Uh, one of the foreign cards is uh, Geist of St. Traffs. Well, no, yeah. These aren't... These are just Oath of the Gatewatch. These are Oath of the Gatewatch cards, and they're not expeditions. They're doing lands out of Oath of the Gatewatch as their dual lands, but they're... Uh, they're basically a gate. Hmm. Except you don't win the game for having ten of them. You probably lose for having two. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I, I did notice that they were redoing the guys to Saint Traft, which uh, to me doesn't have much effect on legacy. Um, it's cute. that's more for modern and cube. Oh, also another cool one that I I, I thought was funny, but it was kind of out of, out of place was a uh, dust bowl. Yeah. Dust Bowl sees playing like one or two legacy decks, but it sees a lot of cube play, which is why I think they did it. What are the legacy decks that play it? Uh, like Esper will play one, some Miracles will play one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like very meta disp- de- dependent. It's mostly an Esper card. Alright, cause I think I saw a land tax deck trying to play it, but I don't fully remember. Yeah. I thought Tectonic Edge was pretty weird. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of them that are really weird. Um, you know, my, my thing is just, uh, if I can go do sealed events for 15, that's cool. You know, and, and if I'm happy to see any of these, then it's interesting. But as far as like, I mean, what was, what's Horizon Canopy? Was it, wasn't that like $30 just a little while ago? Like, actually, that would have been really cool if there was a Grove of the Burn Willows. Yeah, that's what they were talking about, Brainstorm Brewery. I would have loved a Grove of the Oh my god, you keep cross-referencing it on the cast, which is so Well, because I literally listened like... to it before we started recording. Oh, okay, well then let's, let's not talk finance. Anybody interested could just listen to Brainstorm Brewery. <laughs> uh, wow, yep, uh, so, right now, foil horizon canopies are going for $107. Oh, my. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, regulars are going for about 50 bucks a piece. I don't think... And do we know what the... We don't know what the, even the name of the set after this is, right? I don't think so, because it's a new block. But it, it's supposed to be... Re- oh, it's Return to Innistrad, or whatever it's called. They did the preview spoiler at PAX. Okay, so that it, it is it is going back to an Innistrad thing. So you think they're not going to do expeditions or anything like that going forward after this set? No, I don't think they would. I, it, I hope they don't because what they're essentially doing is creating a fifth rarity. It's like mythic rarity. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> we're doing expeditions too. It's like that. They're that would be kind of getting into jump the shark territory. I think this is just like a cool one time one off thing. Like that would uh, be getting into what? A jump the shark. You've ever heard that term? No. Uh, it's like when a TV show is past its prime and they just start doing crazy stuff to try and draw in viewers. 
um, Happy Days originated because at one episode, Fonzie on a pair of jet skis literally jumped a shark. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so that's where it comes from. That's where it comes from. And ever since then, that term has meant like when something's kind of been played out and they're just, you know, doing for cheap thrills. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I feel if they introduced uh, expeditions as a permanent thing, that would be just like, come on, you already I, get, we, I, we let I you get, get away with mythic rares. Don't pull this shit again. I gotta go back. That whole jump the th- shark thing. Yeah, that's that's a dad joke. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's an actual culture reference. <laughs> okay. Anyways, but yeah, I think it's gonna be like the original Zendikar when they had the, uh, you know, they bought back a bunch of the. Uh, like beta duels and power and things like that, and randomly inserted what? them. What? You never do that? No, of course I did. But you're saying they're gonna? You, you think they would do that? In no, no, I'm saying expeditions were there. This version of it. Oh, oh, I see. Battle for Senecar was famous because they, you know, it was a big promo. So they they decided to follow it up with expeditions. All right, all right, I can see that making sense as a marketing standpoint. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I think the Innistrad, they're going to, at least I hope they go back. Hmm. As much as it, it would be cool to have this be a way for them to just reintroduce legacy cards. Man, it's too bad that they didn't get in Grove of the Burn Windows and Richard on port then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they got Horizon Canopy, but that's not... Hey, we always have From the Vaults, and, you know, maybe they'll come out with a From the Vault, you know, sorry we left this out. <laughs> Nah, I don't know. I, I've never been a fan of From the Vault stuff. And it's mostly just because I don't want to buy something that only gives me five cards knowing it. I think I would rather buy the single because I'm an idiot. It depends. <laughs> it's like really hit or miss. Like some of them are really good and then some of them are like downright awful. Like From the Vault Annihilation is just terrible. From the Vault, uh. Angels? Uh, yeah, From the Vault Angels, terrible. But like. From the Vault, vault Exiled, awesome. From the Vault Lands, awesome. Lands uh, was awesome? Oh, yeah. The look what? up what's in Lands. Ancient Tomb, what else? Uh, Over the Burn Willows, okay. Willows. Uh, all right, I have to pull up the list, but there is a lot. <laughs> uh, oh, Dryad Arbor. Dryad Arbor. Yeah, I don't know. Not, uh, yeah, not terribly excited. What about... Uh, it, from the Vault 20, what was in that? Just Jay's... Oh, yeah, the Dark Ritual. The Jay's to Dark Ritual, Hymn to Torax, Swords to Plowshares. So 2020 was actually pretty good. It's just a lot of the good things that people wanted weren't very expensive cards, so it wasn't worth the price tag. Okay. So like, From the Vault 20, not bad. From the Vault... Uh, oh, also, Boseju in Realm. Oh, was that there? Yeah. Glacier oh, God, um, uh, Maze of If. Yeah, no, no. Just, uh, Urborg, Vesuva. Oh, there, no, there was a lot in From the Vault Realms, which no, is the actual just, name. Just give me Vesuvu. Oh, <laughs> I should go look up. I should go try to find that. Oh, is a From the Vault copy? Yep. Because I think, I mean, if, if, if there's only one deck I would ever think of foiling out. Is it yeah. sneak, sneak Attack? Because that's what I have. <laughs> uh, no, but it might as well be. What is it? Oh, Omnishop? Oh. No, Tinfins. That's the only deck I would foil out. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't would, think it was possible would, to fill it, foil out Tinfins. That's why I was going with the just, mono blue ones. Just not Shallow Graves. Shallow Graves or the Dual Lands. Well, you only play one. And yeah. Like, at, at that point, I really think that that could actually get away with it. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, not so much a watery grave, but, like, playing enough basics where if I want to go turn one, I will. 
and play in a, a watery grave so that if I want to go turn two, I can. Yeah. It, it, I don't think I don't think it's. Uh, I think there's a, there's a way to fully foil out the deck, but you don't even have to. If I wanted to do underground sea, you do underground sea. It doesn't matter. That's enough about that shit, though. <laughs> I think Shallow Grave is probably the only thing you can't foil. Uh, there's never been a foil copy of that, right? No, never a foil copy of Shallow Grave. When did uh, they start doing foils? I think it was Exodus. Okay, and Mirage was before that? Yeah. Okay. Or maybe it was Apocalypse, but they're probably right about the same time. I don't know. They were both after I stopped playing. Uh, if only we had a magical uh, device that told us answers to questions that we have. Oh, gee, if only I could get Jerry to tap dance on his keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> With his big monkey uh, paws. <laughs> uh, apparently, Urza's Legacy... Oh, that makes sense. Urza's Legacy was the first... Uh, oh, really? Yep, that actually makes sense. So what did I see the other day? Ensnaring Bridge is... Is it still high? Yeah, Ensnaring Bridge is still like... Uh, it's come down a little bit, but it's still at like 40 bucks. So, what else then? Have we gone? We've gone through New Year's resolutions, right? Yep. Do we have any others? Any other ones? Uh, I think I think that's pretty much it. Oh, my New Year's resolution! I'm gonna go play some fucking Legacy as soon as possible. Yeah, there you go. They, 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 they did. You know, <laughs> Legacy was canceled last Sunday, so I went and did Sealed, and that was cool. Um, you know, but it's also not gonna happen this Sunday because it's the last Sunday of the month. So uh, come come this Friday, Gaming Etc. is doing a uh, Christmas night uh, legacy tournament, and at first I'm like, that's crazy, and then I realized like, oh, well, I'm spending all morning with my family, and then I was just gonna go back to my apartment. Well, I might as well just go play Legacy instead. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to see what happens. This uh, it's it, it's kind of weird. I gotta try to figure out uh between between the, between Lita, between my son, where I need to be. Where I should be and what time I have. If I have, uh, if I actually end up hanging out just myself, I just might see if I could borrow a wasteland and head up there. Yeah, I'll have them on me. So if you want to just stop by. All right, and I still gotta, I, I still gotta figure out some sideboard cards. But like, that's just sideboard shit, yeah. you know. Uh, I think Pat said he was going to, so it'll be cool. So I'll hang out at a uh, gaming center and play some Christmas Magic. Yeah, I might, I might actually head down to tea. Um, because, you know, they, they still had Wastelands down there, too. It's, so they had one. Yeah. It's going to be a literal magical Christmas land. Oh, but I'm pumped. Look at the dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm turning, 27 wonder, and I'm turning 27 in, like, two weeks. The dad jokes are just going to start coming. I wonder if they're just going to be giving away Tegas because they're red and green. Uh, I think they are. They're, I think they're giving out a blue duel because last week they gave out a Bayou. I want to say they've been slowly working their way up, giving out better and better duels each week. Oh yeah. Hmm. So like they started with Plateau and then they just gave out like a, a Bayou and I, I don't know if they've done a blue duel yet, but it's uh, it's pretty awesome what they do. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Not many places can say they have dual lands as door prizes. Um, not many places can say they have legacy F and M. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, just, we'll, just, we'll just we'll just go that like this is a, this is a pretty freaking awesome region and uh, there's a lot of cool awesome people. Yeah. And oh, actually, going back, two other things I'm thankful for is that's Entertainment in Worcester and Gaming Etc. and Acton for being huge supporters of the legacy format. Did we just get sponsored? 
We did. And I, we did. And I didn't know about I'm it. St- well, you wouldn't Fucking. give me any of the Virgin Mobile sponsorship money from last episode, so Look, they I had to go get my own sponsors. Well, I, I, they, the thing was that they just wanted to, uh, they wanted to make some changes that I wasn't okay with. <laughs> so either way, they weren't going to pay. Uh, Richard, Richard Branson, <laughs> that dick. <laughs> uh, so, all right then. So, anything else? Or should we just head towards top eight? I was going to top eight. I, I feel like this entire episode has been a top eight, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's. Uh, I just I, I wanted to reflect on the year and think about everything that I've been grateful for because there's been a whole lot. There's been a whole lot of really cool people. Um, there's been a whole lot of really cool experiences, and uh, yeah, just even. I mean, in this area, but even out of state, you know, heading. Uh, some of the stores down south in Florida were a little uh, lackluster. Actually, even just hanging out. God, what's it? The Wizard's Cupboard? I was hanging out talking to the guy that owns the Wizard's Cupboard when I was down there, too. That guy was like a wealth of insight. And, um, so yeah, I was just thinking about all the cool things I've been able to do this year that were magic-related. And I figured we could discuss any of them. Yeah. And I know, like, you you went down to EE. Um, geez, New Jersey was No, no, this year's uh, was Sea Taco. No, yep. okay, so, yeah, New Jersey was last year, so yeah. So anyway, um, all right, so top eights, where, you, where do you go to top eight? Uh, or or who, do you, who do you who do you scoop to, like, yeah, who do you scoop to so that you don't make top eights? <laughs> oh, man, no, and I'm fucking ruthless, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scoop in Jerry's mom. <laughs> Thanks, Eugene. <laughs> I'm not scooping her in though, because Frankie told me I didn't have to. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I guess scoop in the top eight. Everyone who makes this podcast awesome to do. Okay. It's, it's going to be a big top eight. It's going to be like a top one hundred and seventy-five. One hundred and seventy-nine plus Jim. Plus Jim. Okay. <laughs> uh, what about what about you, Adrian? Oh really? That's just where you're going on. Yep, that's it. Cop out. Going with the cop out. <laughs> I'm gonna scoop in Celso. Nice. Um, yeah, he he really. Uh, he was included in, in mine, so I really got him first. <laughs> sure. He, actually, you know what? Oh my god, uh, I don't even know where to go with that. But uh, um, yeah, so starting anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna scoop in Celso because he he uh, he made a sacrifice this weekend that. Uh, Helped me justify picking up the wastelands that I needed to pick up, and and it was funny because I thought the store only had one, and then when they reached in the cabinet, they actually had two, and it wasn't in their inventory, so I was able to pick up two, so I still needed one. So anyway, uh, which I was able to justify thanks to Celso. So yeah, scoop into Celso, and um, and scoop into Kyle for taking a ride down to Wonderland with me to go do that draft, even though the draft was pretty lackluster itself. And uh, maybe we'll uh, maybe he'll come with me some time to go hit up a seal that ice imports anyway, because yeah. that's that's usually that's usually a good uh, a good experience. Um, and actually, he was willing to loan me wastelands too, so I could go up to gaming etc. if I wanted to. A lot of really cool people. Scoop into Jim for. Hanging out with me last week too. I, Jim's fucking awesome. Um, so, I think, uh, it, it, it really. Yeah. Sco- oh, no, wait, you all done with my scoops then? Oh, sorry. Got <laughs> <laughs> me off. I was just gonna go on again about the guys in Atlanta and 
and how cool that, that that was just being able to go down there Evan coming over to the hotel picking me up bringing me to go play Legacy introducing me to the guys over there we're all going out to Waffle House it was uh, that was awesome that was awesome um, and yeah so I guess I guess that's uh, that's some top eights for me nice well, any others anybody anything else you wanted to go back to forgot that you had such a great time this year uh, no, I, I covered it all. I'm confident. Final answer, Regis. <laughs> all right, all right. And, uh, okay, so then everybody else, man, uh, be safe through New Year, New Year's, and we'll connect with you in 2016. Yeah. So this is Christmas. And what have you done? Another year over. And so this is Christmas I hope you had fun The near and the dear ones The old and the young A very Merry Christmas And a Happy New So happy Christmas